Hey y'all, what's going on? Clay here with the Home Improvement Lead Generation Secrets Podcast, and I am back with another episode, and this time, based off of how people have been reacting to episodes so far, conversations I've been having, and also some stuff that might be coming down the pipeline, I want to create a podcast around how to get set up and start generating leads profitably on Facebook as quickly as possible. So if you want to learn how to do that, then let's dive on in, because that's what we're here for. So ultimately, after doing a lot of um, talking with people and research and seeing what people have been listening to on the podcast so far, I have noticed that Facebook ads is a really big interest. And it makes sense. Um, It's one of the things that kind of seems like the holy grail, yet also um, as hard to find as the holy grail for so many contractors. Um, It feels like it just is mythological. It doesn't exist. You can't succeed on Facebook ads as a home improvement business. And all these guys are just lying unless they're willing to spend 10 G's a month on Facebook. And then maybe you can get some results. And I'm here to tell you that that is false. Um, I actually prefer Facebook a lot more than Google for most home improvement businesses. Um, There are some that I would recommend uh, Google over Facebook. But for the most part, I mean, if you're a remodeler, a roofer, a flooring company, a builder, um, concrete companies, painters, anything along those lines, right? The only ones I would say that are maybe more Google is like foundation repair, (laughs) stuff like that. Um, a little bit more nuanced, a little bit more specific, a lot of times like subcontracted. So, um, but if you are any of the major players that I listed beforehand, then you definitely, definitely want to be marketing on Facebook. And it's really just a matter of figuring out what works. And once you know what works, you can do it really easily. So in this podcast, I want to go through how to as quickly and simply start generating leads on Facebook, um, profitably so that you can get set up as quickly as possible, right? So we're not going to go over in my book. If you've bought it yet, if you haven't, um, we have a book called uh, Home Improvement Lead Generation Secrets, where you can get it for one ninety nine. Where I go over a ton of secrets and kind of my automated lead generation system uh, system process. But ultimately, in this, I'm going to skip some of the steps and really just dive into how you can quickly start generating leads. Now, this won't work forever in the sense of you have to implement some other stuff, which I've talked about, things like job generating reports and so forth, but this can work very quickly. And depending on the size of your market, it can work profitably for a long time. Okay. So I'm going to break it down here and then we're going to kind of go into the parts. So ultimately the way that you do it as quickly as possible is number one, you go straight for the meet with you offer. Okay. So we've talked about this before job generating report, meet with you offer, meet with you offers that free estimate inspection consultation. It's pr- pretty much like the three main versions, right? And what you're doing here, at least I've done a ton of tests to cold traffic, which is people that haven't heard of your company on Facebook. And the things that I have found to be the most valuable is when you're not going out in regards to high quality leads, right? Profitable leads, uh, high ticket value leads, people that you don't hate to work with is when you go out and you sell, and I've talked about this before, sell the call, right? Sell that initial estimate inspection, uh, consultation. Okay. So typically it's the consultation or the, um, inspection that I recommend. And what you do is you talk about the value of that because what you're doing is you're taking it back a little bit. You're not trying to have that immediate conversation with people about money, (laughs) right? That's the biggest thing. So I don't recommend doing like offers in the sense of like $500 off, $1,000 off, because at this point, it's very much people are trying to like, they don't want 
they're not ready to hand you money. So when you're talking money, it's kind of a disconnect. Okay. This is now when people are like, they've heard of you, they downloaded your job generating report. They've been on your email list. They've seen your ads. That's a whole nother game. Right. But I'm talking about getting Facebook ads up and start getting leads within like a day, right. Or hours even. So what you do is you sell that the value of that estimate inspection um, or consultation. And I'm going to kind of talk about the different parts and then we'll put it all together. Okay. So the other thing is depending on your um, market, depending on your the size of your service area in regards to the population, you're going to be very specific around your targeting on Facebook. So when you're setting up Facebook ads, there's targeting, right? There's things like age, uh, gender, interests, location, right? So what I typically do is depending on your service area, we target the service area um, or specific zip codes. If that's what you're doing in regards to like you want to hit specific zips, you upload those. And then depending on the size of your audience. So if it's, if you upload the the zip codes that you like and you do nothing else and it's like a hundred thousand or so people, then you want to just leave it at that with targeting. Okay. If it's more than that, if you're getting, depending on where you are, you know, if it's like in the millions of people or 500, 600, 800,000 or more than a million, then you want to start adding some targeting, layering some targeting in. And depending on what your industry is, that's what's your, what you're going to target, right? So if you're a remodeler, you might be looking at people that are interested in remodeling my home, um, home improvement, um, you know, things like that. And so you add those interests in. Another thing you can do is um, you can target interest by income levels. As long as you aren't with builders, if you're like a custom home builder, this can get a little complicated um, because of Facebook's rules. But if you're pretty much anyone else, you can target by income. Typically, the top 10% or top 25% is a really good targeting um, as that allows you to find those really high-end people. So you want to make sure that your targeting is super spot on. You don't go super broad. You don't just go to every one of every, oh, um, another thing is when you're adding those zips, another thing you want to add definitely is age range. Um, so typically it's like 30 or 35 plus is who you're targeting. Um, 28, I would say is kind of the lower end. Um, but you don't want to be marketing to everyone 18 plus, right? Because you're going to get a ton of people that like don't have a lot of money. Um, maybe, you know, probably aren't homeowners and so forth. So those are the two main things. And if you still have a really broad audience, right? Like say over 500,000, then add in some of those targeting options. Okay. So, uh, things related to your industry or, um, things that people might be looking at that are related to your industry, right? Home and garden magazine. Another one is like roofing shingles, roofers, um, roofing contractors. There's a ton of targeting type stuff in there and it'll start giving you, it'll auto populate, um, suggestions for you. So, we have the meet with you offer, which is a consultation and inspection or an estimate. You have the specific targeting. So getting really specific. You don't want to go broad here because that's how you get really bad leads. That's how you make leads really expensive. Um, and that's how you end up with, you know, maybe some leads coming in, but then they're just not that great. Okay. So next up is you need to really have a good image or video. Now, the things that I've found to be the most effective for these types of ads that are to cold audiences um, are not like the education style stuff, um, unless it's very geared towards, um, the meet with you offer in the sense of like, um, eight reasons why you need a roof inspection or something like that. Right. That's a little bit more in regards to video or image, but a lot of times what you want to show is people's, I talk about this, I think I've talked about it on the podcast, definitely in my book, um, where you talk about either their fears or their desires. Okay. And so some examples are we've done, um, a ad like this for an inspection for a dryer vent cleaning company, which I <laughs> very niche. And ultimately what we did 
is we showed a picture of a house on fire. That was our image that did the best out of anything. Why? Because that is the fear that we're hitting on, right? So um, it's really important that you show the, if it's a, again, like a reactive or a preventative company, so like roofing, um, dryer vent cleaning, things like that, um, carpet cleaning, then a lot of times you want to show kind of the fear. So it's like ugly carpets, um, or like a house on fire or a roof caving in or the size of the hail that might have hit their roof or whatever, or like a piece of roof tile peeled up and you see like wood rot or, you know, stuff like that. That's really like kind of like jarring. Um, and then with remodelers and flooring companies and so forth, you want to show the desire, right? So what you want to do is um, show like a beautiful kitchen remodel that you just did or a video walkthrough of something you just completed um, and so forth. A really big one in this area that you can kind of do for both, right? So is doing a before and after. So either a video um, before and after, which I think are really cool because you can kind of imitate the TV shows. Um, you know, where it's like all shows the nasty before and then it like all sparkles transitions and then shows the really cool after. Um, people love that stuff. But then also just an image that's split shows before and after or anything like that, right? So you want to have a really good image that shows, that builds trust, that shows their fears or their desires um, or a video that is like a walkthrough um, that kind of shows them, again, builds trust and shows them what what they get or what their desired outcome is. So it's like, here's this super cool kitchen we just did. Like, look at this. Oh yeah, we helped them, you know, design this whole kitchen and the layout and, you know, beforehand it was this big. And so you see what I'm saying? Or with roofing companies, um, what you probably want to do is you can like show a video of you just like literally holding your phone. I'm making the, the hand motion of holding a phone as I'm doing this on a roof, just going like, see, like recently the hail, you know, caused... Um, these roof shingles to fall off and they didn't even know and their insurance company is going to pay for it and da, da da right? So you kind of see where I'm going with the videos. It's literally just on the job. doesn't have to be professional. Um, if you are doing video, it's very much like the value of um, what they get with this meet with you offer or the outcome that they're after, right? To build trust, to build desire um, and so forth. Then the next thing you want to do is you want to use long copy. So in the Facebook ad, right, you have this three main components, or I guess four, but you have the image, you have that little headline, which a lot of times you want to make it very like curiosity inducing or just like straight to the punch, right? So like free roof inspection plus insurance uh, claim assistance um, or free kitchen design consultation or whatever. And then in the copy itself, you want to talk about you know, you want to call out the audience. So it's like calling out your service area, calling out specific subcategories. So like homeowners, you know, stay at home moms, um, specific area. So it's like, I live in Sacramento, so like attention Sacramento, California, um, or alert or whatever. And then you want to go into the problem and then you want to agitate that problem. So it's like, are you tired of your kitchen? You know, feeling like you absolutely hate your kitchen. Sorry if you heard that car, it was some janky truck. <laughs> um, but you know, it's like, are you tired of your kitchen, like being embarrassed of your kitchen and want it to look nice when your family comes over? Um, you know, well, finally be able to build the perfect kitchen, avoid overwhelm and, you know, get the perfect place built for you that fits your design style and budget with a free design consultation. So you see how it's kind of like attention. And then I go into the pain and the um, issues that they're having. And I really like dig the knife into that. And then I give my solution, which is the free design consultation or inspection um, or estimate. 
And then I give them a list after that of what they get and the value of what they're getting, right? So it's like with the dryer vent cleaning, it's like discover if your dryer vent is putting your home at risk um, of catching on fire and you know get a complete action plan of how to get it cleaned out and so forth, right? So you're starting a little bit of the sale, but you're not just going straight to money. You're not just going straight to um, straight to transaction. You're going to value. Why should they want to meet with you, right? And then once you give them that, like here's everything that's included, right? You'll get a complete map of your kitchen. You'll get expert design um, or custom design input on how to make your kitchen as beautiful as possible or whatever, right? And so there's a ton of different things. There are flooring companies. It's like find what flooring would work best with your space um, that works best with your budget. Um, three flooring mistakes that homeowners must avoid. So it's like things you tell them in person, right? So it's like should they choose vinyl versus uh, real wood or whatever, right? So or composite. So you really want to go into the values and the things you usually end up teaching people in person. So like misconceptions, um, potential pitfalls that you help people avoid, um, questions that you often answer, things like that, right? So, and if you need help with that a little bit, um, you can check out our book. It is linked to on our website. So if you go to thecontractormarketers.com, there's a link at the top um, for the Home Improvement Lead Generation Secrets book. You can click that and get the book there. It's only $1.99 and it's like all of our secrets. So that'll help you kind of break down like what those subcategories need to be. Um, but then once you have that, you then give them the ability to take action, which is one of the biggest things I find that hold people back. And that is people are always like, oh, do I send it to my website? Do I send it to a landing page? Oh, I have to create a landing page. I have to build a nice website. I'm insecure about my website. Ah. <laughs> and they just like overwhelm themselves. And the reality is that this is where you make it really easy on yourself, and this is one of the biggest, uh, easiest ways to get leads quickly. And everyone thinks that they're really low quality, so I'm going to go over a strategy here real quick that will help you make them higher quality. So what you want to do is, if you haven't heard of them, um, or if you have, but ultimately you want to use lead forms on Facebook at least to get things going quickly, right? This is not the long-term strategy, but this is a, I want to get money now in my pocket as quickly as possible. This is what we set up for a lot of our clients. Um, and you use lead forms. Now, what these are, if you don't already know, are forms that people can click on Facebook where it stays on Facebook, just pulls up a little form. They have their information already auto-populated from Facebook, um, like all the stuff that they have for signing in, right? Facebook has their email, most people's phone numbers, knows their name. Um, and it auto-populates it and they can submit it right there. So they can request your inspection, your um, consultation, your estimate as quickly as possible. So that way you're not spending a bunch of time trying to build beautiful landing pages. You literally just set up this little form. And what it is, is I recommend doing it in three or four steps. So on these forms, there's the first thing you want to do is when you're setting it up, there's two options. They ask you if you want high volume or high intent leads. What you want to do is choose high intent on that form when you're setting it up. And the reason you want to do that is because it adds a step at the end where it makes people validate their information before they submit. So it makes it so that nobody can do it on accident. That's one of the biggest issues people have with lead forms is you don't set it up. You set it up with high volume because you're like, yeah, I want a bunch of leads. But then a ton of the people are doing it on accident. So you set up the high intent so you can avoid, avoid that problem immediately. Okay. The next thing you want to do is it has three steps. Um, or four steps in this case. So it has this little intro sequence where it's like, you know, has a first page and it's like, do you want to request a free design consultation or inspection or whatever? And then you have a little blurb and then it says next. Um, you can choose to have that there or not. Now, not trying to get too in the weeds here, but I really want to break this down. 
um, because I think a lot of people do it and they just don't understand. Okay. So what you want to do is you either have that little intro section if you want, or you can just exclude it. You can, there's a little button, you can just turn it off. Um, in that section, I usually go like, are you ready to request your design consultation? Or do you want to take the next step and, you know, request your design consultation or whatever. And then it's like in the bottom, I say, click the next button below, um, to enter your information and request it. Right. And then it goes to the form, which is the actual form. Right. And you can add and subtract a bunch of stuff. You can ask for zip code. You can ask for address. You can ask for a bunch of things. Um, I typically recommend that you ask for name. So full name, Email, phone number, and zip code are the typical ones that I request um, just because I think it's a happy medium between too much um, information and not enough information, right? So you at least need to get name, email, phone number every single time, okay? So you have the form, and then at the top, there's a little headline. You can say, like, enter your information below to request your blank, whatever it is, design consultation, inspection, whatever. And then the next step, once they say next, it goes, verify that your information is correct or something along those lines. And then they swipe a little button um, across to verify that it's correct. And then the thank you page, which you just can literally say, thanks, you're all set. Um, we'll be calling you shortly. I always recommend there's a little button you can choose to add at the bottom. So I will choose to add like, you know, a call now button and then just have the phone numbers. Cause a lot of people, they request it and they're like, oh, I want it now. So they'll call you. So you always want to give them the ability to get in touch with you. Um, otherwise you, you know, you just increase the likelihood of not being able to get in touch with them. That's with all leads, right? So inbound calls are always the highest quality, um, as long as they're not people with stupid questions. <laughs> um, but ultimately you use lead forms. And so what you do is exactly that process. You create the lead form. So this way you're not having to set up a whole landing page and you get all stuck trying to figure out, ah, oh, the right landing page software. I don't know how to build this stuff. I need to hire someone. I need to go. You're just, no. <laughs> just set up a lead form, use the high intent option. And if you do all of these steps, so I'll review them for you. You have to use your meet with you offer. So that is again, an estimate inspection or consultation. And doesn't always have to be a design consultation. You can literally say anything in front of it. You could even call it a free consultation, right? The next thing you want is specific targeting um, to make sure that you're really honing in on that perfect audience. The only time I would say go broad is if you're at around a hundred thousand people, um, that Facebook tells you that's you're getting a little too small, so then you can keep it broad. So it does depend on your service area. The next thing is you want to have a good image or video. You want it to be really focused around their desires or fears um, and make it jarring, make it eye-catching, right? So bright um, or things that are like on the fear base, like a house on fire, right? Like you have to really think about like what would catch someone's attention, okay? The next one is long ad copy. So that's really going into calling attention calling out the problem, digging into the problem, giving your solution and telling them what comes with it and then telling them uh, how to request it. And then lastly, you want to use lead forms to get this set up quickly. It'll dramatically decrease the time that it takes you to set everything up. It'll help you do it a lot faster. And if you set it up the right way, like I went through before, it'll help you um, get really high quality leads still. So a lot of people, again, think that lead forms equal low quality leads. That's not true. We have a remodeler right now that's using primarily lead forms um, that is closing jobs or getting new jobs coming in that are in the range of like the 30 to $60,000 um, pretty consistently off of the lead forms. So this is not one of those things that I'm just like, yeah, I use lead forms. I think it'll work. It actually does work. Um, you just have to set it all up right. So I hope that makes sense. I hope this helps you quickly get started with generating leads on Facebook. 
I really want you literally in this, I gave you like everything you would need uh, unless you literally want a step-by-step-by-step breakdown of exactly how to set all this up, which might be coming down the pipeline. We shall see. Still thinking if if it's worth working on it. Um, But ultimately you have everything in this podcast, literally in the last, what, 15, 20 minutes to set up a Facebook ad, to get it running and to start getting leads in your business right? So if, if you start with a budget, I recommend usually a budget of at least like 10 to 25 bucks a day, at least for our clients recommend a little bit higher. Um, but if you're just starting out and wanting to get some results, that's what I recommend. Um, and get going, just do it. Stop sitting there like, Oh, I gotta, you know, write it all. I don't have time. I have too many jobs. What if it doesn't work? Ah, it's, it's like, okay. So if you spend 500 bucks, and let's say that you get a few leads and you don't close any of them immediately. Are you going to be like on the streets? I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. And for most people, that's you have that to use. Even if you think you don't, you do. Okay. Just slow it down on Angie's list or whatever else you're doing right now. Do this strategy and watch it work for you. And you'll never go back to those. Okay. So I hope this makes sense for you. I hope um, that you got all of your questions answered here and you have a really clear idea of how to set up Facebook ads. Um, if you have any questions, you can email me at clay at the contractormarketers.com. And if you want to get our book, um, it is $1.99. I put a ton of effort into updating it for 2021, um, adding a bunch of new sections. So it's $1.99 now, super cheap for like all of our marketing secrets, right? It's like everything we know. Um, there's also an option for an audiobook and a fast action workbook. So go to the contractormarketers.com and you can find a couple of links to it on that site. Um, and otherwise, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace out.